Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello! Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm James. I'm Jess. And uh, we're here today, tonight, to this evening, uh, the hottest day of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Very hot. It's June fifteenth. It was the hundred and seven degrees today. Yeah, it says it's still ninety seven, and it's six forty five. So that's not cool. Literally, it's not cool. Literally, it's literally not cool. It's the opposite of cool. The opposite. I turned my. I turned my air conditioner on. I just have like a little window air conditioner in my room and I turned it on at like 9:30 this morning. <laughs> I always try to wait till like the last possible second cuz I hate having the house closed up. Yeah. But I was like, Mm-mm, I'm going to get ahead of it today. Good idea. That's Good. what we did. And my my house is old. I think it was built like in I mean, old by American standards. It was like built in like the 70s. Yeah. Um so my windows, when they sold us this house, they had replaced the windows that face the street, but not the windows in the back of the house, I guess for like curb appeal or whatever. Oh. So the window in my room fully like does not block any heat or cold or like nothing. So it's very annoying and it's a really big window. I hate it. Interesting. So I did work out this morning before it got hot. You but did. then I did nothing the rest of the day. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was like, I'm really, not leaving this room. <laughs> no. The most productive thing I did today was give my child a bath. Well, there you go. You kept yeah. your child alive. I kept my child alive today, too. So we did that today. Win-win. That's win. enough. It's enough. We, we fed and <laughs> kept them alive. <laughs> what else do we need to do? Nothing. What else? It's nothing. too damn hot. And everything opens today. Yeah, well, in our, in our heads, the world. We are in Southern, we're in California, specifically Southern California. And if you can't tell by our accents, we, um, yeah, our governor lifted the stay-at-home orders today. No restrictions, no social distancing, no capacity limits. Mm. No masks if you are fully vaccinated, which I don't understand how they're going to. They're not. Everyone's that. just going to not have a mask on. It's yeah, just going to be done. That's the only thing done. I'm nervous about. I've was telling Jess this the other day. Um, I've been getting more comfortable not wearing a mask. Like I actually went out to like a restaurant and like, mm-hmm, like a, kind of like mm-hmm. a bar mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago, and it felt weird but good. But I've come to like. <laughs> I don't know. I like my mask. Nobody talks to me. <laughs> I like it for a lot of reasons. Um, I don't have to put makeup on. Um, I don't have yeah. to smile at people. Yeah, that too. I mean, I don't have to do those things otherwise. But still. Nobody approaches me. I feel like I have a very like bitchy face, but others have told me I have like a very approachable face which I don't enjoy because people talk to me like crazy. And I'm like, I'm you're just very, trying to buy cute. 
You're very. I'm just trying to buy cucumbers here. Like, <laughs> I've been to told. Know. I've been told that I look um, like I'm upset. Like not mad, but like something's upsetting me. Hmm. I don't see that in your face. Mm. Maybe because I know you, but I don't know. Mm. So we're dealing with that. We have an I and my child who is now a teenager. He's 13. We're fully vaccinated. So like there's no excuse not to go places. Yeah. But I don't want to go places. I know. (laughs) I just want to be home. We've been doing a lot recently. um, And well, together we've been doing a lot and yeah it's exhausting it is we were together we were just together what a couple days ago yesterday our friend had a baby it was yesterday right yeah was that yesterday we were together yeah. sunday and yesterday because today's tuesday yeah. yeah was that only yesterday jesus what is that? <laughs> that's why oh like, my god exhausting. we've been together a lot which is nice um but our friend had a baby and it was kind of like a weird it was a very surprising thing because they told her it was going to be a girl. We had like the world's like stereotypically girly baby shower, like roses and pinks and golds and mm-hmm. whites and very delicate, a like, goddess party. And it was really fun and beautiful. Jess and I put a lot of it together and um, it's a boy. It's a boy. <laughs> it's a boy. But like when... James and I were just like, when she didn't know what it was, we just yeah. Both so maybe totally like, like in it was February, mm-hmm. yeah. Before they found out, we were like, "It's a boy! It's a boy! Watch! It's a boy!" Mm-hmm. And they were like, "No, it's a girl." And we were like, mm. "Is it though? Is Are it you though? sure?" I was very it? surprised. Me too. I was, w- like it didn't feel right. I was like, I don't. Okay. literally though it did not feel right like it when they were calling right. her by calling the baby by her like girl name mm-hmm. it never felt like yeah. correct yeah so which i mean gender is a construct and a, a social construct and yeah a, a spectrum but it's just a surprise when you expect you expect a certain set of i don't know Things. clothing and yeah well, you she know, was all have, prepared, like ready to go for a little girl. She had little girl bows, and her little going home outfit was a little frilly pink dress, and yeah. <laughs> so, so we had to kind of like rally, and um, our little friend group, we all got together and had a fun, a really fun shopping spree at like a Carter's, which is like a like a kids clothing store. They have everything from like newborn to like I toddler, don't know, toddler, yeah, stuff. It was really fun. Then we went over there and kind of gave her a mini baby shower for her to come home to. We gave her a bunch of clothes and put balloons and it's a boy signs and try to get her excited, which she was. She was excited. Yeah. She was just happy the baby was healthy, yeah. which is the main thing. Yep. It's just, I just found it very interesting that we were like, mm, like, mm. Mm. you're a witch. You're I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that TikTok like 17 times. I love it. So. You're a witch. You're a witch. <laughs> I don't know. But love basically, it. and I've we have three, including Jess, three in our friend group of five are having children this year. And they're all boys. And I got them all 
Correct. Talk about manifestation. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so many boys. I know. We, we're all going to have a boy. Yeah, we were saying that it's like um, we're raising the next generation of like decent dudes. Decent like males. We're, they're going to be brought up by like strong feminist mothers mm-hmm. and they're going to like not be be, be feminists too. So that's exciting and we're excited because we've all known each other for so long for since yeah. high school and yeah. It's just so exciting. It's so many so babies. Fun. So many babies. And for the longest time, I was the only one who had a baby because I had my baby like when I was like a teenager, like literally a teenager. And um, so now I get to like just be the fun aunt. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> my son's 13 and like not that he's like grown, but it's getting easier. He like doesn't want to go with me everywhere anymore. And he like wants to be home and I can just like go do things where he goes with his dad on the weekends and now I get to be there for all you guys and I have like my little it's like a whole new generation of kids that I get to like actually just be the fun thing for yeah I love it and my son loves her he's the cutest he's He's the sweetest thing ever I love him so much sleeping right now and let's just cross our fingers let's hope it stays that way yeah (laughs) well let's get started then so we don't push our luck okay so <laughs> you never know with kids. This episode might be hit or miss with some of you because this mm. is a straight up history lesson. So mm. that's literally all it is. It's a yeah. history lesson. Um, it's and it's an old history lesson. And um, right at the, at the top, I'm going to apologize because a lot of what I'm going to talk about takes place in uh, France and Germany and Spain. And I am horrible at pronunciation, so I'm just going to do my best from what I read and looked up. Um, but I apologize ahead of time for my butchering of your beautiful languages. Um, yeah. So, European witch trials or European mm. witch hunts, whatever, whichever okay. way you'd like to go. Um, because some of these were active hunts. Some of them focused on the trials. Some of these were hundreds of years, literally hundreds of years before um, the American Salem witch trials in the, what was it, mid to late 1600s. Um, We've had an episode about that. So go back and listen to that one. Um, I'm not going to talk about that at all, except (laughs) what I just said. There's a whole episode on there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, sources really quick, uh, Smithsonian Magazine, uh, History.com, Wikipedia, BerkeleyLaw.edu, and um, that's it. There's only four. Never mind. All right. So, as always, we're going to start with the Bible um, <laughs> because that's kind of where it starts. And there has never been any documented like sentence that says this is why the witch trial started or like this is Mm -hmm. why we started to burn women and men um for being different it was just always little pockets right but no there's never been like a true beginning i guess it's always kind Mm -hmm. of been 
uh, since there's pops been, up every now and then. Yeah, exactly. So since there's been history of druids and uh, what's it called, apothecary, and um, just people working out of their homes with plants and healing mm-hmm. and midwifery, midwifery. There's always been persecution because it's not yeah. um, tech. It's not, it's not the same. same. It's not the same, right? But yeah. but with a cross as the T, um, we can kind of blame the Bible as we can blame <laughs> it for everything. So there's one of the earliest records of a witch, and it is in the Bible. And it's in the book of Samuel, book one of Samuel. And this mm-hmm. was thought to be written sometime between uh, 931 BC and 721 BC before Christ. Um, that's what BC is. And it tells the story of King Saul. And King Saul is seeking the witch of Endor, not Endor's moon. Not the moon of Endor? The moon. <laughs> somewhere else, which okay. maybe is where it came from. I don't know. Are there are there um, Ewoks there as well? There is an army, but oh. not of little sweeties. So um, he's seeking the witch of Endor because he wants to summon a dead prophet of Samuel's spirit to defeat the Philistine army. Now I'm here for it. This sounds yeah, fantastic. I'm into this. Okay. Uh-huh. So he finds this witch and the witch wakes Samuel, um, who then prophesizes the death of Saul and his sons. So not what Saul was hoping for. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, according to the Bible, the very next day, Saul's sons die in battle and mm. Saul commits suicide. So. Ooh. Some can say that the suicide is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, yes. But yeah. also, no, like, isn't that also supposed to be like a cardinal sin? I think so. Depends on who you talk to. Mm. Okay. So that's the earliest. But it matters because this is all made up anyway. But you. Know. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the first written record of the word witch, apparently. Apparently. Mm. Okay. So um, there's an other Old Testament verses which condemn witches, um, such okay. as the very often used Exodus 22:18, which says, "The famous, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live." Mm. Um, I don't know the context in which that is in the Bible, but I'm sure <laughs> it's very wishity washity. Yeah. Um. Also, Probably not the original intention. No, because... Okay. After all the translations. Yeah, I learned... I've never read the Bible, because I'm not going to. Or I might, I don't know. But um, <laughs> apparently the word name Lucifer is only ever used one time. And mm-hmm. they people call Satan Lucifer because of a mistranslation. And Satan's name is not Lucifer. Like the angels of, and, and, and the angel <laughs> Lucifer or whoever never fell from heaven. That is also another mistranslation. 
Huh. I didn't know that. <sighs> Anyways. We kind of talked about this when we talked to our um, Freemason. Mm. We talked about Lucifer, mm-hmm. meaning light bringer. Yeah. Kind of it's like a, bringer of knowledge stuff. There's just the tra- the translations. The translations. Too many, too, too many, many hands. And, There's been and too many translations to live your life by. And, and other people's do, lives. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Okay. You're not listening to this if you do. Yeah. <laughs> They're not listening. <laughs> okay. Well, let's continue. Um, there's also other passages in the Bible that caution against using any kind of divination, chanting, or using witches to contact the dead. So it's frowned upon. Yeah, that's supposed to be like a big no-no. Yeah, frowned upon. You die, you're dead. Okay. Now, um, going into the medieval era and uh, Christian doctrine, they've actually spent a really long time and when i say they it's been a really long time i mean like in the 1100s 10 hundred like the like a long time ago right like, like ninth century 10th century like a long time ago yeah. um just denying witches they're like no they're not a thing it's not real like no it never happened right yeah okay um and saying that it's just a pagan superstition don't listen to it it's just all, a lot of people blamed um, a Dominican named Thomas Aquinas. We've heard this name a lot. Um, uh-huh, he's pretty yeah. popular in the Christian world way back when in the 13th century um, uh-huh. because he shifts Christian doctrine, um, kind of changes it a little bit more. I think this is where like Catholicism kind of starts to shift because um, this is when Christian theologians are going to start to accept the possibility of devils um, and supernatural things. Okay. So this guy was like, not, not strict enough, not supernatural enough. Yeah. Let's make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, so we're still just like a long time ago. Okay. 1233. <laughs> 1233. Um, one of the kings established a new branch of the Inquisition. If you don't know what the Inquisition is, watch Mighty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail. <laughs> okay. Just watch it's that. It's the most entertaining way to find out, really. Yeah. But basically, it's when just these people who thought they had religious authority killed other people because of their religious beliefs. There's just a lot of beheading mm. involved. It, yeah. It's a lot. So... Um, it's King Gregory. So King Gregory is going to start this new branch in France to be led by the Dominicans. Now people don't like this. They were kind of like sketched out by the Dominicans. Apparently. I don't know why don't ask me. Um, but basically this new branch was going to prosecute Christian groups that were thought to be her, um, ugh, why can't I say that? Heretical. There we go. Heretical. Um, mm-hmm. And these groups were called the Cathars and the Waldens. Okay, just like that. Okay. Yeah. I told That's you you're looking for. there's there's a lot of words in this episode, okay? And there's a lot of you're gonna learn. So just buckle in, guys. Buckle in. We're I've literally read you two paragraphs of seven pages. <laughs> it's all right. We're here. We're here to learn. But I talk fast. So um now this group was created and now what I'm getting at here 
is that these this group, this uh, new branch of the Inquisition, is going to include um, people who have pagan supernatural ties who are going to be considered mm. to be um, heretics or whatnot. Okay, so okay. we know that the word witch is like, in the Bible. It's um, like an other, like a like a they group, like yeah. us versus them. Yes, I like think. this is where it's building. Okay, this is where it's okay. like coming. Okay. Um, so we know that witches are in the Bible or that witch of Endor. Um, she's the new best witch. And uh, <laughs> we know that this new group is starting now here, a hundred years, no, 200 years later. Okay. We've talked about this book before the um, Malleus Maleficarum. This mm-hmm. is a witch hunting book. Yes. You, half of you know what this book is. Okay. Yeah. The other half I'm going to tell you. So yeah. it was written by two Germans, German Dominicans, um, and published in 1486. And this was a mania. Okay. Mm-hmm. Imagine like Satanic Panic in the 1980s, America, like, or imagine the Red Scare in America, like yeah. Beatles mania, but witch yeah. mania, the opposite. They wanted to kill yeah. the Beatles. Yeah, so, like if all those girls running after the Beatles were like literally trying to murder the Beatles. And the Beatles weren't even the Beatles. They were just like just four British dudes. Yeah, exactly. So okay. this book, um, you can translate it to the Hammer of Witches, is a guide on how to identify, hunt, and interrogate, a.k.a. torture, so-called oh witches. Like it's, literally the worst. So It's so... Uh, okay, keep going. Yeah, I'm not gonna dive deep into this book because it's okay. a bunch of bullcrappery. But yeah. this book is where you get um, burning a witch. You get mm. the like, if people are gonna be pinched in a crowd or um, scratches that like things oh. that you could just basically like say mark and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh yes. Yeah. The witch's mark, like the little mole in a certain place and yeah. all those things. If um, you put a witch in water and she drowns, she's a witch, but you put a rock on them. So they kind of drown, but like, yeah, <laughs> logic wasn't um, involved with the writing of this book. It rarely so, is. Um, these people were so renowned that um, witchcraft was like huge hearsay now. Um, it became the authority for Protestants and Catholics to try to uh, flush out witches who lived among them. So say they were like mm. bored and they just had nothing to do. They'd be like, well, let's go find a witch. That woman yeah. has red hair down the street. Let's go see what she's up to. She's not married and has three cats. Something's she amiss. must be a witch. Yeah. Must be. Probably not. So, um, for this is well, it makes sense in the history of literature, but for more than a hundred <laughs> years this book sold more copies than any other book except the Bible. Mm. For a yeah. hundred years. Granted. I get that. There weren't a lot of books. It wasn't so you, like mass production. No, of, you had like, like five books to choose from. 
<laughs> and they're like, this one gets me the most incensed. So I'm buying this one. Yeah. This one makes me mad, but has cool pictures. I'm going to go with this one. Yeah. Might be quite coming okay. handy. Might come in handy. Okay. So with all that in mind, um, let's jump into some uh, more well-known, or perhaps not, uh, witch mm-hmm. trials throughout um, yes. Europe. Okay. Now, prepare to be enraged, everyone. Or bored. A lot of days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not. It's like the opposite. You're either enraged <laughs> or bored. Okay. Yeah. So the first um, location I'm going to talk about is the uh, Vallis Witch Trials. So this was a witch hunt, which included um, a series of witch trials, and these took place in Vallis, specifically the House of Savoy and the Prince Bishopric of Sion, which um, essentially is modern Switzerland. Okay. Okay. So um, beginning in 1428. Notice that this happens before the book. Okay. So Mm -hmm. some of these are going to influence that book and some of them are going to be directly related to the book. The Mm, the witch hunting, the hammer of the witch. I mean, it makes sense. Like if, if there's bound to be some lead up to the book because the book had to be written somehow, you know, like, yeah, exactly. There had to be some kind of example. Yeah. People are hunting witches anyway. Let me just put together this guide for hunting witches, which leads to more witches being hunted. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but it is V-A-L-A-I-S. So I'm going to say Valis. 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 Let's say Valis. Sounds nice. We're Americans. Um, we're sorry <laughs> I am I, I apologize so this <laughs> hunt is actually the first of the systematic campaigns which would become much more um, popular throughout the coming years and this okay. this one is essentially going to be the domino that kind of mm. kicks off all these other Witch trials from the mid to late 1400s to the mid to late 1700s or 18th okay. century. Okay. So it's just been like slowly building this whole time. And yes. This was just like- now, yes. In this area, the persecutions um, began basically in uh, the kind of like uh, lower area, kind of like the. Um, foothills and valleys, let's say, of the mm-hmm. Western Alps. So gorgeous. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, in the House of Savoy and Sion, they're French speaking, um, but they're in kind of near the upper valleys. They're German speaking. Okay. I don't, okay. I just wanted to give you some context, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is going to last about uh, anywhere from like six to eight years. They're not really sure um, just because they don't know. They know when it ended, but they're not entirely sure when it began. Right. Um, okay. So they're thinking it went from about uh, 1428 to 1436. Um, oh, wow. But some 
historians don't really know if they want to count it as ending because it just spread from there, right? To Vaud, mm. to Fribourg, to Neuchâtel. I like that one. Okay. So basically it started in this city and then it bounced. Yeah. Okay. Like all things do. Yeah. Eventually so, the Beatles got to Kansas, you know, like yeah, it exactly. spreads. It spreads. So the main account of this hunt is a report by Johannes Frund um, of Lucerne. And this was written in 1430. And it was um, written by request of kind of like a higher up, like a, like a duke or something, right? This like written account is the oldest known account of the systematic witch hunts. So, um, okay. y- yes, we've t- said witch before, like the word, but this is the first written documentation of a witch hunt. And mm, it's, okay. it's um, officially. Officially. And it's important because it shows us how old. So, um, ending in the 1430s. So this was actually republished and published and published and kind of like trickled down. And so this is kind of where hysteria and mania with witch trials start. Because um, mm. if you can picture kind of like those old timey stamped uh, pamphlets um, that would have gone through a printing press and like the S's look like F's and what have you. And it starts <laughs> talking about witches and they're getting... Yeah passed along with like packages and trade and, and trickling through the yeah. cities. Okay. And yeah. so that's how, and just travelers in general, like, Hey, do you know what happened down there? Like under the mountains, like what they're going to do to those like women. Mm-hmm. Right. So some other things that are going on at the time to kind of put context into why people might have started to, um, seek out witches in this area, um, which is important because you don't just wake up one day and you're like, I'm going to search for a witch. Right. You want to scapegoat to things. And Mm -hmm. um, at the time in this area, in this like kingdom in what is now Switzerland, there is a huge political fragmentation. And um, there was a rebellion from 1415 to 1420. So this rebellion really weakened the rulers of the time, the Savoyard rule. Um, And so there's like like hostility still there's resentment this still. is like this story gets told like over and over again over and over it like over. it's always when someone is about to lose power that they have to like like yeah like find a scapegoat mm-hmm. push it to like it's else. not me yeah it's the witches it's mm-hmm. the jews it's mm-hmm. mexicans you know it's exactly. always somebody like this wouldn't have happened if she didn't say that or she cursed yeah. me or Things like, like coming that. to like take your job or you know yes it happens over and mm. over again people don't learn through these like valley towns and foothill towns by the summer of 1428 this entire area was affected and we even have a date mm. august 7th 1428 it's like hey yeah. um <laughs> Whatever the authorities were in the city of Luke issued a formal proclamation um, for a witch trial. It's going to happen. Mm. Okay? okay. So this document says that public talk or slander of three or four neighbors was enough 
for someone to be arrested and imprisoned, even if the accused was a member of nobility. So basically, if you got like three or four people to be like, hey, uh-huh. she's a witch, right? Oh, okay. That's all you need. So okay. you need basically, um, what are they called? Witnesses, three or four witnesses, yes. testimony. Um, and that's all you need. You don't need proof. And it could just be like we and it probably happened often where it's just like we just don't like this person. Oh, absolutely. Let's just say they're a witch. Yeah. I couldn't go into detail about like every single one of everything because then we would just be here for a thousand years. But yeah. So you need these three <laughs> or four people to be witnesses. Um, and then the use of torture was reserved for victims slandered by five, six, or seven or more people, even up to ten oh. people, then you qualified to be tortured, which... Wow. I'm glad they had those stringent sucks. standards. Yeah. Oh, this was funny. Uh, any of the... This actually was kind of nice. Um, <laughs> any of those people... The one to ten, or it would be uh -huh. five to ten, right? That uh -huh. justifies torture, apparently. None of those ten can be under suspicion. So, like, you couldn't throw oh, okay. someone under the bus and be like, Yeah, I'm under suspicion, like, oh. but you need to go look at them. Yeah, you can't. It's do not that. me, it's it's Rebecca. Yeah, like, you have to it's be really her. an upstanding citizen. Okay, which like sucks. Because it's like, <laughs> this. I don't remember what movie it is, but it reminds me if it's like once, it was like some, it might have been that Angelina Jolie movie where they're like in a mental health institution. Mm -hmm. Or she's like, when somebody labels you crazy, like, then they don't believe you, like no yes. matter what you say. Yeah, exactly. It's so like, like, it's good because then people can't throw you into the bus, but also it's like, once you're accused, then you're like, you're what you say doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other part of this though, they're very specific here, which is like <laughs> you just said, if you're accused by three people who okay. have very specifically been tried and sentenced to death for the practice of sorcery. So okay. they're already on death row, unfortunately, but three okay. of them, then you could also be tried if, even though they were already accused. But there has right? to be three of them. There has to be three of them, and they all three have to be accused already and sentenced to death already. Because then very they specific. Then they like, oh, well, they must be true because these people are already going to die. There's nothing about yeah. it. So why like, would they lie? Why would they lie? Exactly. Mm. But if I, I were so one of those get back three, at, exactly. you could get back at somebody. Exactly. <laughs> be like, That's hey, we're going to die anyway. Let's so, just like... It's like Survivor. Like, let's form an alliance. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, exactly. we're all going to be kicked off the island anyway. Let's get let's get Rebecca out of here. I don't know who Rebecca is, but she's... I don't know. If your name's Rebecca, I'm sorry, but... It me was and a Jess pretty, are going to... I think it was a pretty common name. Yeah, we're going to get together and get you accused of witchcraft. We won't. Or we will. Because no. it... We will. It's good fine. Thing now. It's fine. It's good, yeah. We I mean, it was it. good back then, but people are dicks, so. What are you going to do? Yeah, these people weren't even witches. No. Um, so according to this account, the victims uh, were accused of, uh, in a variety of ways, and not everybody, mm -hmm. but, you know, a compilation, mm -hmm. uh, murder, hearsay, 
uh, sorcery and making pacts with the devil. Um, mm. There were accusations of tributes paid to the devil. Um, now, here's where Ram comes in, the black one. Uh, Prince, black Philip. Black Philip. Okay, Prince Philip. Different, different. <laughs> different devil. <laughs> different. <laughs> but um, tributes paid to the devil in the forms of black animals, such as a black bear. Um, and or a ram, black ram. So that's kind of where that imagery comes from. Okay? How do you sacrifice a black bear? No, you don't sacrifice them. You pay tribute to them. Oh, okay. Because that's they come, much, that's they much come in form, like a devil will come in the form of a black bear or a black Got ram. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, also accusations that the devil has asked his followers to um, not go to holy mass, not take confessions. If you're sick one day, you better suck it up and go. Um, get everybody else sick yes uh, this account Fron's account also says that some of the accused were tortured into confessions which um, this is just sounding I know I wasn't going to say it but it's sounding right up the alley of the Salem witch trials it's like they got the mm -hmm. transcripts and we're like let's just redo this um, and we, we still use this in America and probably in a lot of places Oh, 100%. False confessions, coerced oh, confessions. Absolutely. This is nothing new. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, People same don't thing, change. different time. Mm -hmm. uh, history so repeats itself in weird ways. For real. Um, others did confess to doing evil deeds um, with this torture, um, causing lameness, blindness, madness, miscarriage, impotence. For mm. infertility and killing and eating of their own children. Hey. If I didn't already, I will put a trigger warning at the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Oh, a medieval trigger warning. Yield trigger warning. <laughs> within, within, oh, somewhere in there. <laughs> or you in there. Uh, <laughs> let's say... Oh, this was fun. Um, apparently, he doesn't say it, like, right out, like, in a sentence, but alludes to a group of flying witches um, and said that they would apply a solve to their chairs and then ride the chairs wherever they wanted. Mm. So, is, this some, is this, like, a euphemism for something? I hope like, so. Like a sex thing? <laughs> They're just really sex chairs. Or just yeah, and like people who read throw. the document was really confused, and they and read it like, wrong, What's that? misinterpreted. Yeah. But don't put it past these gentlemen who are not gentlemen to accuse women who enjoy sex of being witches because exactly. people still do that to this day. They really do, which they yeah. probably are, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, so, and he goes on to say, and the witches' Sabbath, saying that the witches would meet in people's cellars at night and drink their wine. And meeting to listen to anti-Christian sermons by the devil in the form of a schoolmaster with a monk confession of any good, I'm reading a quote here, good deeds yeah. they might have done, which would gain much influence in the early modern period. He even reports some of them being werewolves, killing livestock Ooh. in the shape of a wolf, and knowing the recipe of an invisibility potion. That's cool. Um, others some Harry Potter shit. <laughs> I know. 
um, others confess to ruining crops. This is that's a popular trope um, of mm. wine grapes and grain and causing livestock to give no milk and plowing teams to stand still. So again, blaming uh, generally women, not always, but generally women on the failings of nature, right? Um, yeah. Because people didn't understand nature. They had to have a, it couldn't just be random. It can't be science. They didn't know the word. Yeah. So they're like, this woman. This is science. Yeah. <laughs> so according to this guy, Frond, um, he could be exaggerating because it seems like a lot. But he said that about 700 people were accused, um, of which more than 200 had been burned in that six years mm. or six to eight years. Oh, my God. Which would have been like a shit ton of people. That's a, In a European village, that's a lot. 200 okay? people in, in eight years? Up to eight years, yeah. I don't know how to do math, um, but that's a lot of people. It's a lot year. of people. Now, it's at least one. That's at least one a month. Yeah, at least. Which, if you put it that way, doesn't seem like a lot. But still, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, For your village to be killing people, it's at least two people a month. Yes, and I have my kid now, so you might hear him making little. sounds. Little, <laughs> little, little cooing. Um, but in the opposite of cuteness. Uh, so actually, the majority of those 200 would have been men. He said that it was two-thirds male oh, wow. and one-third female. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. Maybe just, like, power trips? Just dudes being mad at each other? Yeah. I mean, you kill a guy, someone gets land somewhere. So True. Let's dive into the Holy Roman Empire. Okay. Um, the Holy Roman Empire is going to consist of what we know as Austria, Germany, um, and Austrian Germany. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. let's see. Um, witchcraft was formally made a crime in the Holy Roman Emperor um, in what is the Constitutio Criminalis Carolina in 1532. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Holy Roman Empire is a um, grouping of autonomous states, and there were Catholics, and there were Protestants, and they all had their own laws and regulations, and hmm. witchcraft, um, like regulations. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so everywhere you went, everything was going to vary, and like what made a witch, what constituted an arrest. All of that is going to vary as well, depending on mm. where you go. So even though these states were autonomous and they were either ruled Protestant or ruled Catholic and had their own laws, they were all under the umbrella of the Holy Roman Empire, kind of like in the United States of America. States have their own laws, but mm. it's all under federal jurisdiction. Right? Got it. Very similar. Um, so this this is what I was talking about before made it possible for the accused and their next of kin to appeal any sentence of a local court to an imperial court. Okay. So like going up like going up to the Supreme Court kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Like you can okay. you can do like state court but you appeal it and go to federal court. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That's kinda cool. Um so that yeah. was all laws though, not just witchcraftery laws. Um, right. 
let's talk about Austria. Okay. Let's. Austria is the reason. Land of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, is it? I think I knew that. He's Austrian. Hmm. So am I. I'm part Austrian. I don't know. Probably like 116th or something, you know. Uh, so the witch trials that took place in Austria in 18 or 1485 are why the Malleus Maleficarum was written. Uh, apparently, Heinrich Kramer witnessed these trials. Um, after those trials in 1485, which I don't really have a lot of information on, I really don't have any information on them, um, <laughs> that's kind of what kicked off that book for Mr. Kramer. Um, mm -hmm. But then after that kind of like grouping right there in 1485, there wasn't any more witch trials in Austria until mm -hmm. um, the late 16th century, uh, which is the late 1500s, right? Mm -hmm. And these are going to start with the counter-reformation. The reformation, I've talked about it a little bit. Um, you've heard me say the name Martin Luther, and he essentially is going to develop Lutheranism. He doesn't like what the Catholic Church is doing, very specifically um, letting wealthy people pay to get their souls into heaven. Right. Like mm -hmm. he's like, that's not real guys. That's fake. Like knock it off. So he starts <laughs> this branch. It starts the reformation and then there's going to be the counter reformation, which I think Protestantism is developed in the counter reformation. Could be wrong. There's a lot of branches, but mm -hmm. so these next groupings of witch trials are going to run side by side with the counter reformation in the 1580s. And um, Elizabeth Plancher is going to become the first person who is unfortunately executed um, and have been accused of sorcery in Vienna. And that's mm. in 1583. Um, still in the 17th century, really big witchcraft accusations and persecutions are going to spread throughout Austria, um, starting in Bergenzen in 1609. Um, and there's going to be 16 executions in that grouping. Um, witch trials are going to be conducted by secular courts um, mm -hmm. and estate courts. And uh, let's see, um, there were some kind of like private trial cases, maybe some really high up um, wealthy people with those, but generally secular courts. Um, the most common accusation was desecration of the U Eucharist. Um, so here women were, um, the majority accused and there were men accused, but the men were very low status and usually Romani, um, mm. which is interesting and actually kind of makes sense. Uh, Romani yeah. gypsy, but the women, this would really make sense just because what we've learned in just the Salem witch trials is that women are very catty and this is kind yes. of where... Um, they're taking their aggressions out, unfortunately. Yeah. And um, I think um, easily, not just women, but people are easily influenced. And group mania is uh, catching. Yeah. It definitely. spreads easily. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, again, torture was really common and used to get accomplices and... Um, um, sorry, I had to hurt. Uh, mm -hmm. Used to get accomplices 
and um, confessions. So the, the trials in Austria specifically began getting huge, like I said, huge entertainment value, which was not good because then they kept having them, right? Yeah. Um, now, these got severe um, in the late 1600s, 17th century, and it said that about 1,500 people were estimated to have been executed for sorcery in Austria. Wow. During the During time period? During that like time period. Six or eight years? Yeah. No, this was... Um, this would have probably been... If it started in 1609, probably like... I'm going to guess like 50 years. Oh, okay. But still a lot. That's, that's a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. Uh, jumping to the early 18th century, um, early 1700s, the government is going to start enforcing their authority over local courts because that's kind of the problem here. Exactly the same as mm. in the Salem witch trials. It's, it was the local courts. And remember in Salem, when the larger judges started hearing about what was going on, they were like, uh, what are you even doing? They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, pretty much. Same yeah. thing here. Okay. And there was a huge decrease real fast in witch trials. I mean, that makes sense. If you're a judge, like, in your town and everyone around you is, like, losing their minds, you're going to get caught up in that a little bit. Like, regardless of how, I don't know, like, impartial you try to be. Oh, absolutely. So having someone come in from the outside who just is, like, who can point out to you, like, how insane you're being. Yeah. Like, you guys are, like, literally have lost your minds. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Got it. Take a step back. Yeah. And um, by the time that the um, larger government authorities are stepping in, um, they're going to start – these trials are going to peter out and virtually end. Um, Mm. And based on the documentation that they do have, the execution of Maria Parr in 1750 is thought to be the last in Austria. Um, mm. And which trials were banned in 1768. Wow. So, that took a long time for that to happen, though. It did. It did. Yeah. Like 150 years, almost. Yeah. Long time. Um, I mean, I know there's, there's no email, but like, come on, guys. Let's send horses. Let's pay attention to each other. For real. All right, let's see. Um, Okay, let's talk about Germany. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in 1533, there is a document accounting the execution of a witch charged with burning a whole German town, which I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce. Um, So she allegedly burned the town in 1533. Um, 31 and this document was written in 1533 so it was just saying like hey I have time to write this down now Um, so apparently um, the Mm -hmm. area that we know now as present day Germany because remember in World War 2 a lot of that map was completely reconstructed right and land was given back all over everywhere so in what we know today as present day Germany which was not present day Germany way back when um it said that uh this area executed more people for witchcraft than any other area in europe um which is shitty (laughs) i guess yeah um 
and this is where the most severe trials in Europe took place. So, uh, the witchcraft persecutions were much more extensive um, in the Catholic areas, which makes sense. And these Hello. were Catholic areas in South Germany. Um, Protestant mm. areas were Northern Germany. Okay. So it's just saying like the Catholic. Anything general. and everything is more severe in Catholic anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Catholic South Germany. Um, this was where extremely large mass trials were taking place against witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And these were taking place in the Catholic Prince Bishop states um, in southwestern Germany between 1587 and 1639. So quite some time. Um, mm -hmm. It's thought that about a third of all of the executions um, of witchcraft in Germany took place here. And a fourth wow. of all executions in all of Europe. So wow. it's like a lot. Um, zealous. These mass trials um, that took place could last years and would have apparently resulted in hundreds of executions. Um, they were infamous all over Europe. And um, if we're looking at the dates on these, if they were going to 1639, these would have been extremely influential um, in the Americas. Unfortunately. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. can see that. Um, yeah. So a contemporary, Herman Lohr. Okay. So this guy, um, Herman Lohr, described how they affected the population. Um, and I quote, the Roman Catholic subjects, farmers, wine growers, and artisans in the Episcopal lands are the most terrified people on earth, since the false uh -huh. witch trials affect the German Episcopal lands incomparably more than France, Spain, Italy, or Protestants. Um, end quote. So, basically, the people were like freaked the fuck out and they were like we can't say anything we can't do anything we just stick to ourselves act yeah. normal yeah because everyone was being murdered by the government yes um so these trials started with the trier trials from 1587 to 1593 and these resulted um in about 500 to a thousand executions wow. uh the witch hunt then kind of like moved in waves um, from like village to village where inquisitors um, would go from city to city. So they were like actively looking, right? Wow. Um, and then there's like a bunch of these groupings of high points within years. So for example, like 1593 to 98, 1601 to 1605, and there's a mm -hmm. bunch more. Um, and then another one is like 1627 to 1631. Um, that's kind of like the last kind of like kind of ending. Yeah. So there was this big one, apparently the Fulda witch trials from 1603 to 1606, um, with 250 deaths. Another one in 1605, which was just one year. And in that one year, I think it was less than a year. It was 139 deaths. Um, the Elowong uh, not long, Elowangen, uh, witch trials, um, that was seven years and 430 executions. 
Um, another one, which was five years, um, with, that lasted from 1626 to 1631, the Bamberg, with a thousand. Um, and before wow. this, like, massive, these massive, massive persecutions finally ended in Cologne, um, in their witch trial in 1639. So, like, that's a shit ton of people. That's like For every like other day somebody's being time murdered. period. It's so much. I mean, so much. So this, but this was like towards the end of it, right? Yeah. So all of that was from 1587 to 1639. Which makes sense. It's kind About of like when the, the mania has to like reach a, a boiling point. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. it's like when a serial killer like goes berserk like you 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 start off slow and then it becomes like it boils over and then everyone probably was like oh what are we doing like you know what yeah mm-hmm. maybe we should not be murdering all of our you know neighbors i know it's horrible uh all these trials combined um they were not really bias to a certain gender there was all genders all ages um the majority were female um Mm -hmm. but there were men referred to as witches or um, accused of sorcery uh and a witch was a gender neutral expression just like today yeah uh wow these trials also um showed a great number of the clerical wealthy and aristocratic people um, were among those who died and were accused of witchcraft. Um, Mm -hmm. When in the rest of Europe, it focused on the poor, but here in these like groupings, it was, Uh it was the aristocracy. It was the wealth. Wow. Eat the rich man. We should, I guess, burn just one. If we just see oh. one billionaire, the rest will fall in line. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not not true. Yeah. Let's see. All uh, right. Okay. Now that's South Germany, which was a hot mess of death and scary. Um, yeah. Let's go to the Protestant Northern Germany. They, even though the witch trials. Um, there were fewer of them and they weren't as intense. Uh-huh. Uh, they still did happen. And yeah. um, in uh, Brandenburg, which will be uh, later Prussia, there's about 200 um, executions between 1505 um, and 1698. So 200 comparative to if you added all those other numbers up, right? <laughs> Like 10,000. And then the most at one time was 20 executions in 1606. Um, Later down the line in 1721, the king of Prussia made it a law that you couldn't give a tith sentence for witchcraft. Oh, okay. That's good. It's a change. Yeah, and so eventually the the deaths um, of accused witchcraft would be gone by the late 18th century. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, before we go back to Switzerland, let's take a break. Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. 
Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. That is awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using BetterHelp that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 states. Yeah, get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. Special offer for Sit for a Spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash sit for a spell. <laughs> Let's talk about Switzerland, which is apparently very intense and did not like witches, um, which who'd have thought? Hmm. So <laughs> um, Switzerland bordered northwestern France and southern Germany, where the witchcraft persecutions were off the wall, right? Hmm. Um Let's see. Uh, now, in that area, a hypothetical number of about 10,000 executions were suggested, right? In all oh, those wow. ones that I had talked about, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, just spoken of, written down, not written down, church records, whatnot. Um, the real number is not known, but it's estimated to be around that 10,000 number, which is massive. Yeah, that's a lot massive of number of people. So as early as the 1400s, um, there was talk of documents in witch trials in the region. At the top, I did talk about um, the Vallis trials. Remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so during later going through, there were um, trials after Vallis or Vallis. Uh, There was um, a trial in 1430, there was a grouping in 1440, 1448, 1460, uh, Lake Geneva, 1480, um, Dumartin, 1498, and then again in 1424. Um, And then during the 15th century, a third of those executed for witchcraft um, throughout the Switzerland, these trials were women and two thirds were men. And, but then in the 16th century, that was flipped, and it was more women, about two-thirds women, one-third male, which makes sense for modern, I guess, if you're going to say Equality. modern in this 
medieval time period. Um, now, apparently, the reasoning that is given for these severe um, persecutions in Switzerland was that it was super weak in its central power. Um, mm. So their imperial court didn't have any real influence. Uh, so there wasn't anybody who could step in. So remember how in Germany, mm. um, the higher government stepped in. Yeah. And in Austria, the higher government stepped in. So in Switzerland, there's no higher government to switch, step in. Um, I see. So it just kept happening and happening and happening. Yeah. So um, the places where this happened the most is where the central power was the weakest. Um, so in Vaud in 1700 um, and in Zurich, apparently, were really, really bad trials where a number of people lost their lives. And all of these people, by the way, were innocent. Like, yeah, <laughs> they were totally innocent. Yeah. So I'm sure there was your rare handful of like actual murderers or thievery or what have you. And they right. just like lumped witchcraft in with the gambit. But like I, these were innocent humans. Yeah. These are just people. Yeah. Um, again, the majority of the witch trials in Switzerland, just like in Germany, were um, secular courts. Most of the cases were against people of the public um, by private citizens. And so accusations were generally about destruction of property. So this is going to be um, fields and harvests, livestock, mm -hmm. um, destruction done by magic, and participation in witch Sabbath. Um, the witch trials often would take place during times of crisis again, um, flood, natural weather events, political yeah. stalemates, like all those things. Cause you need something to, you need to Blame it on. go. Yeah. You need somewhere to put your anger. And unfortunately it was, be, it would be put towards these people. Yeah. Unfortunately. Again, um, torture was commonly used, um, and the chance of being acquitted was basically zero. Um, yeah. And then, unfortunately, uh, in Switzerland, the number one form of execution was burning at the stake. Wow. Yeah. So, again, just making comparison because we are American, we live in California, but um, a lot of people get Salem kind of like lumped in. And like Salem was a lot of drownings and stonings um, when a lot of the burning at the stake, almost 99% of it was in Europe. Um, oh, okay. They just think that a lot of burning at the stakes were everywhere, but most of it was in Switzerland. Okay. Let's see if you hear little bells. It's like so. Um, by the second half of the 17th century, uh, 1652, um, Michi Chandron is going to become the last person executed for witchcraft in Geneva in the Republic of Geneva. Um, and Swiss authorities are basically going to stop uh, allowing charges of witchcraft. Mm. So that's okay. good. Yes. Um, and then in Switzerland, Anna Goldie is often referred to as the last person executed for sorcery in 1782. I see. So, so that's, uh, yeah, that's just 
the Holy Roman Empire. a lot em- of people. And that's just the Holy Roman Empire. I'm going to jump to Spain real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we are done with this sad history, let's talk about Spain really quick. Um, the Basque witch trials of the 17th century were kind of like the last serious attempt of witchcraft um, in Europe, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one was by the Spanish Inquisition, which it was nasty. The Spanish Inquisition was just probably one of the worst things in the world. Like, yeah. One of the, like, one of the, like, biggest bummers of, like, getting one of those, like, DNA tests is, like, finding out I'm, like, 20% Spanish, which, like, means not good things for my ancestors. Well, no, and that's the same with my husband's. Um, He has a lot of Spanish, and it was actually a real bummer for him because, like, you know what that means. And when we know what that means, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) which is, like, yeah, yeah, because he's he's Mexican, right? And he has has Mexican descent, but then it's the majority from Colombia and Nicaragua, which Mm, right where those conquistadors were coming in, and so he's, like, that yeah because i got a lot of um like native american mexican yeah and then like a little chunk of it is spanish and i'm like well we all know what that means we (laughs) do yeah that's kind of kind of a bummer it is a bummer hold on i want to get a video of him doing this because i think he's learned what it means Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so uh, so it said that the first trial um, here began in January of 1609 um, in Basque territory. And it's just the same, it's just the same thing. And here it was military repression, right? Or oppression Mm -hmm. that really is going to kick this off, right? And because of the Inquisition, you have so many people um, scared, terrified, like just trying to figure things out. And so now not only is this like big military push happening, looking for like heresy and what have you, um, Mm -hmm. now it's witchcraft as well which technically is a form of heresy but it's like god damn it one thing at a time Hmm. um so okay so with the um with these cases there was a lot of confessions here, which is different than the other ones. Um, but confessions from about 2,000 people, it said 1,300 of those were children from the ages of 7 and 14. These are confessions, okay? Oh, um, no. And then another about 5,000 um, were implicated from those children. So like, oh. the 1,300 children were like, 
all of these people, right? Which amassed to about 5,000 other people. Um, about 2,000 of those are going to like basically retract what they say and they're going to be like, you know what? No, like this it was torture. This was not like basically they're fighting back at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, people are starting to hear things coming down because remember, this is one of the later ones. And they're like, no, like I was tortured for 48 hours. You made me say that. Like, yeah, I need a, I need a, a lawyer, I need a Spanish yeah. lawyer. Let's go. Yeah. Um, but there are people starting to recant their statements here, which is really interesting. Um, about 11,000 pages of evidence is gathered during this time, which mm-hmm. is a lot of paper for that period. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, only about six out of, let's say, 2,000 in this kind of, like, group actually maintained their confession. And they were like, "Wow, yes, but they were released for maintaining their confession because that's how it worked, right? If you confessed, yes, I'm a witch, let me bear my punishment, then you had to do some stuff and you're returned. You have, like, that scarlet oh. letter of being a witch, but... You're returned. Yeah, it happened in Salem too. You're not. It was the people who were like, "No, I'm not a freaking witch." That were the ones who did everything is so opposite. Yeah, because it made no sense. Yeah, like they were just going to punish you anyway, either way. Yeah. So it was a lot of people, um, a lot of people, but slowly again, um kind of with the petering out of the Inquisition, um, these trials in Spain petered out as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, when we're thinking back to larger outcomes, um, you do have, I I keep saying it, but you do have the Salem Witch Trials in the Americas. Um, You have the trickling down of witch trials throughout the countries. trickling into other countries, other places like Austria mm-hmm. to Germany, um, to Switzerland, yeah, to Spain, spreads. which those are just the ones I covered. There yeah. were other countries that I did not cover. Um, that's just what I talked about. Was more. And in what you could research were these types of events in mainly like Christian nations. Yeah. Like, did it happen, mm-hmm. like, in China or, like, Japan or? Um, no, because in other, like, other nations had different kinds of, like, things. But when you think about non-Bible-based cultures, yeah, um, they honor more of the hands-on medical approach, right? Which is really where you're getting a lot of this accusation from. But um, Middle Eastern, um, Asian countries, Asian culture, uh, even down through um, Indian culture, uh, they... African culture. African culture, midwifery, herbalists, um, all of that is like the go-to, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's much more honored, much more respected. Uh, and so it wasn't as like they weren't hunted for being different because it was it like was, the norm. It was more of the culture. Yeah. So, yeah. and 
what's really unfortunate, and we say it all the time, it's just, it's the Bible, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's people saying, well, this goes against what I believe, so I'm just going to kill you. Yeah. But it's like, you can't, you can't do that. It's like taking these, this thing, which was written and translated many times by many different men as the like literal word of your God. Absolutely. Absolutely. When your small chunk of the world is the only small chunk of the world who thinks that way. Right. And like you're killing your own people. Right. Cause they don't do it the way you think it should be done. Exactly. And this sort of like group think thing still happens and is still happening. And um, I mean, you see it now with like uh, Trump supporters. Oh, a hundred percent. People are literally calling for the death of um, Congress people and uh, senators and presidents and vice presidents. And, and you know what gets me about that, about that whole thing? is that they say it's a witch hunt against them, which is a oh, yeah. bunch of bullshit. Oh, yeah. Everything is, uh, they. it's projecting. They're turning everything, yeah. you know. They say that, it's it's like fascism 101. You say everything you're doing and say the other person is doing it and you try to turn the tables before you, even though everybody can see what you're doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it's it's really sad because, you'd like to think that like we as a culture would evolve. And I think a lot of us have, but again, this goes down to the Bible because people talk about Trump being handpicked by God and this is God's nation. And, you know, he's, it's like literal golden idols of Trump, like going up at Republican conventions when, hello, doesn't doesn't the Bible talk about not, worshiping false idols like yeah. isn't that a thing and, and he's a very non-religious person <laughs> oh no yeah he's just he's a con man and he's 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 just uh i mean i don't know we don't i guess we don't need to get like super political here we know how we feel about that but yeah. just to say all that just to say that this kind of think mania panic type of things is still happening today Yes, absolutely. Like if, like on January 6th, if they had found, if they had found their way into a congressional chamber that had people in it, who's to say that they wouldn't have publicly executed people? Yeah, exactly. Just, just like these witch trials. Which is pretty scary to think about, but wow. But that's interesting. And it is interesting to see that. I think people get, I don't know, it's oddly comforting because it's not like we're in end times because this has been happening for literally thousands of years. And at least we're not burning people. No. I mean, that's a step forward. Yeah. People are calling for it, though. People are saying. I know. Which. Oh, people never stopped calling for it. They just stopped doing it. And it's hard because you see everything, social media, you see everything, where before you could keep that stuff contained to certain parts of 
certain areas now everyone has a voice everywhere and you can see literally the worst and like disgusting thoughts in someone's head yeah Ugh, which social media is a bummer sometimes I know. sometimes i wish we didn't have it yeah but we get to talk to all of you because of it which we enjoy yes um and yeah yeah i don't know I know. just gotta just stick to your beliefs, I guess, if it doesn't call for murder of anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the least you can ask of your own belief system. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it's always good to think back and um, there's like, there's a saying that I like, but then I don't like it but I like mm-hmm. it. But like, we're the daughters of the witches you couldn't burn or I'm not saying it correctly, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where some people in this community will hold tight to that and be like, well, mm-hmm. my ancestors, right? Mm-hmm. That was a shit ton of people. Like, yeah. who's to say it wasn't everybody's ancestors? You right. know? And I know it's supposed to be, oh, the people you couldn't burn, but a lot of those were men and women who already had children. Like, and, and a lot of them just... were not even witches. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you get what I'm trying to say. It's like. And who's to say your ancestor wasn't the one accusing Rebecca of being a witch? I know. I don't More know. This likely. whole. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get it. I get the sentiment behind it, but I also get the sentiment behind disliking it as well because it's just. It's 50 50 for me. Well, not, yeah. I like the actual saying um, because it's taking back the power, you know? Yeah. But then it's just the people. It's the people. Oh, it's always the people. It's the people in the community who use it. Certain people. Verbatim. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. We know what you mean. But like you said, most people weren't burnt at the stake. They were drowned. They, a lot of people were drowned. So. Yeah, I guess. All right. Well, on that bummer, have a great (laughs) evening. Enjoy the the, the soothing, tinkling sounds of baby playing with his bells. He's just having a ball over there. Yeah, he's doing good. He's learned the correlation between kicking the thing; it makes the stuff move. Yeah. So, and it keeps him happy. So, you guys get to hear some bells. We get to record. Mm-hmm. He gets to have some fun. This is what being a mother is. Yep. A working mother. Mm-hmm. We're doing the best we can. We are. I mean, my kid makes noise over here, too. <laughs> it's pretty quiet right now, actually. But you hear him every once in a while. We had a we had a listener once write in, and they were like, oh, my God, I heard laughing in the back. In the, uh, background of one of your episodes like it's so creepy and then like, they sent us the timestamp <laughs> and I listened to it and I was like that's my kid <laughs> and I messaged them back and they were like oh my god I got so freaked out it was so funny and I was like I didn't even realize he because he he giggles to himself when he's like watching tv or whatever quietly but I thought that was funny well that was yeah cute. when when a sound happens just for those who wonder why I don't just cut this stuff out when a sound happens and we're talking, uh, like if it comes from James's son, 
and she's talking, I can't cut it out. Like if it's coming from her microphone, if yeah. like I'm talking like right now, you can hear the bells. I can't cut that out. I'm sure there's yeah. a fancy way to do it. I don't know how. <laughs> and honestly, like this is just our lives. This is what we we uh, are doing while we are doing this for you. So yeah. exactly. <laughs> but thank you for joining us. Thank you hope so you much. Learned, hope you learned something. Yeah, yeah. Hope you enjoyed the bells and the giggles and mm-hmm. everything. Um, hope it didn't bum you out too much. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the bells and the giggles offset. <laughs> exactly. But, but um, stay safe out there and get vaccinated, please. Yes, please. You're going to get vaccinated nice to each and other. enter that California yeah. lotto. Oh, yeah. A lot of states are doing that. So your yeah. state, you could Check win it out. some money or some mm-hmm. fun stuff. Um, if your country is... Uh, I don't know. Giving out vaccines, get it? But general, overall, and generally, just be kind to one another. Don't burn anyone or drown anyone because they disagree with you. Exactly. The moral of the story. <laughs> okay. Please. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.